Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Alex. And I'm Bryce. This show is all about exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Nicomachean Ethics by Aristotle. And this past week, we studied Book 3. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. So, um, Bryce, how are you? Well, I'm better today than the rest of this past week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we already talked about it a little bit this morning. So why don't, like, tell me more about, like, what's been stressful about this week. Last week you mentioned that you had been having rough sleeps. Um, I know that continued for you this week. But what what has the rest of the week been like? Um, So... So yeah, this this past week I have continued to not have uh, good sleep. Um, it was kind of weird. Um, the the one day, so Alex and I, I'm kind of jumping into physical a little here, uh, just to explain the situation. Um, so Alex and I, we, at least for me, I didn't go on the walk on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, on Wednesday I did, and the interesting thing about Wednesday is, Wednesday is the night that I actually got the least amount of sleep. I, I went to bed in between 9.30 and 10, like, that's when I fell asleep. And then I woke up at, um, 2.30 (laughs) a.m. And, um, so I only got five hours of sleep, which I mean, a lot of people do only get five hours of sleep. Um, but usually that's because they end up going to bed at midnight and they wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, but for them, they actually get just a natural, good quality sleep. For me, even if I sleep for eight hours or wh- whatever it ends up being, my quality of sleep isn't good. And anyway, so that was, so Wednesday was the only day that, um, during the week that I, I went on the walk with Alex Um, and the rest of the week was just really bad. I was up in the middle of the night, um, couldn't really fall asleep. So if anyone has any suggestions on good ways to kind of get quality sleep, um, I do have a, uh, a new mattress. Um, so I don't have springs digging in my back anymore. Um, but that hasn't exactly helped a little bit. It's made it so that it's, I don't have bad sleeps as often. Um, but yeah, it's, it wasn't fun. So it made, it made, um, work week really long and painful. (laughs) And, and so other, other than a new mattress or different mattress, um, what's, what's helped you this week? if anything honestly nothing i've been trying to trying to go to bed earlier um yesterday was actually pretty good um but i went to bed i was super tired yesterday when i fell asleep i don't know what time i fell asleep at um but i was i was pretty tired i got into bed and i just like fell right asleep um i did wake up and then go back to sleep because i was still a little tired (laughs) um until I woke up and got ready for our walk and stuff. Um, but part of it, part of it I know for sure is I need to kind of set my sleeping pattern to be right. And I think too, that when I naturally wake up, I just need to, as long as it's not midnight, um, when I fell asleep at 10, (laughs) um, when I naturally wake up, I just need to kind of wake up. Like if I, if I go to sleep at say 930, and I wake up at 3.30, I just need to wake up and start doing stuff for the day, because even though it's 3.30 in the morning, if I go back to sleep, it's gonna really wreck my day, so that's kind of one thing that I noticed um, from Wednesday, because on Friday as well, I did actually wake up at 2.30, and I just said, nope, I'm going back to sleep. (laughs) So what about yourself, Alex? Um, for me, uh, this week's actually been pretty good, I think. Um, I, yeah, I'm trying to think, did anything awful happen this week? Um, yeah, actually a few awful things did happen. 
but uh, but I, fe- I I feel okay. It's it's been stressful, but I've been able to manage it and deal with it. Um, and and w- I mean, I did have a bit of a roller coaster. If anybody knows what's been going on in the U.S. Uh, lately, I mean you know, on top of all the other things that have been going on in the U.S. and around the world lately. Um, the ICE, uh, the U.S. immigration something, um, they they came out and said, and, you know, this is kind of in line with the visa rules, but we're in a tough situation right now. But they basically said, hey, if if the schools aren't open, if the schools aren't open, then uh, then there's no need for all of these international students to be here. Uh, and so then they basically threatened to deport 1.1 million international students, uh, <laughs> which which is crazy. Uh, and so uh, because of that, I, I had to cancel a few things. Now I'm not getting to go home, um, which is probably... The best idea. I'm not in a hot spot or anything, but I I feel like you know, the less you travel right now, the better. Um, but that was a little bit crazy, and so I was really worried about that. And I was thinking, okay, well, if I get deported, I'm just gonna quit school. And I was like, if I get deported and I can't be on campus because there's a class I need to take on campus, um, if I can't do that, then I quit. Then it's over. It's done. Right. Fortunately, uh, I really appreciate the school doing this. Um, they are they're offering some courses on campus, specifically the ones that have to be on campus. And so they're offering those. They're allowing us to do that on campus. Uh, but we have to have face masks and they're going to sanitize everything every day, basically, and, and like be very, very careful with things. Um, but then... Uh, and I also, as an international student, I get to register for classes before everybody else. So international students get first dibs so that we can keep our visas valid. So that was that was the awful thing that happened this week. That was very confusing. Um, but I, I'm pretty okay. I think I, I deal with stress pretty well. Um, this week, I have some finals and stuff, but um, overall... Uh, I think I think pretty good. I think pretty good to answer the question a little bit more simply. Uh, yeah, I've been doing well. Um, so what what are some things that kind of helped you? What I I know you mentioned that it was nice that uh, some some of the things that the school is doing. Um, but what what are some things that kind of helped you throughout the week? Um, I think as always, walking, doing that. Um, that's, that's been a big thing for me. Um, I did better on my physical goals this week, which we can get into in a second here. Um, but before I talk about my physical goals, um, and how, how that helped me, that kind of ties in, uh, how, how'd you do on your goals? We kind of already mentioned this, but tell us a bit. Um, well, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Um, cause I mean, already mentioned that I only went on the walk on uh, Wednesday, Saturday, and today. Um, even though the episode's not coming out until tomorrow, which is Monday, so Sunday. <laughs> um, and uh, they, like, I will definitely say they they do uh, for sure help. And this this week, I am gonna kind of try to force myself out of bed if I if I am still tired, um, cause they are nice and they give a good start to the day and stuff. Um, and then, um, really everything else that I talked about just kind of didn't happen. Um, I am, I did yesterday, um, I did, uh, do up like a budget and stuff and, kind of looking at that, and so I'm going to continue figuring that out today, um, and then, especially because things are changing right away here, um, because I'm signing a new lease, and, well, I don't really 
know what's gonna happen because my roommate may or may not stay <laughs> so if he leaves that changes a few things and if he's, he stays that obviously doesn't change anything but but it's just kind of figuring that one out um and then I am also planning on uh really kind of getting things done today um so I've already cleaned my kitchen today which is fantastic, um, and I've started making cookies, they just need to be cooked, um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually print out a, uh, calendar that I can write on and stick on my fridge, and just write down, like, what, what my meal plan is gonna be, and, um, what days I have to prepare certain things, and that sort of thing, um, so my laptop's already open, so I'm going to, once, once we're done recording, um, I'm gonna set, I'm gonna set that all up, and so, so yeah, um, what about yourself, Alex? I know we spoke a little bit this morning about you doing your, uh, skip ropes. Mm-hmm, yeah, so, uh, I've actually done a lot better this week. Um, I, I did, I used my ropes, uh, three times this week. I think I used them, I think I used them on Wednesday, after our walk and then I used them yesterday uh, and then I used them again today as in Sunday um, as before our walk actually because normally on the weekends we walk at seven um, and I had gotten up and felt ready to go so I went did a lap of campus did um, my workout and then uh, and then did a lap of campus chatting with you um, and so actually really good. I, I, I'm definitely improving on my goals. I'm trying to push myself a little bit more because I think I have the tendency to hold back, um, and to be like, yeah, that felt good enough. And then <laughs> just go like, I, I don't really like work myself. Right. Um, and so I think that's something that I'll be working on in the coming weeks, but I went out three times and I feel like that's, pretty decent um so at least three times this next week hopefully more because uh, it's not like it's a hard workout like it doesn't get me exhausted or anything um but it, it does uh help uh with with my health so i'm gonna keep keep doing it um but yeah that's that's how i did um so with that i suppose we'll jump into the book uh, bryce if you want to fill us in on your initial insights from the book um, so I was actually kind of thinking of the, the same, same kind of ideas that you had. Um, and then also, I think, I think it was last week or the week before that I mentioned this. Um, but there's this one book that I really like, it's called Start With Why. Um, and I was just kind of, so some of the things in there, um, made me, made me think about it and kind of why, um, why we do certain things. Um, and so like throughout this podcast, th this is, I don't know if, uh, you've, you've looked at the, looked at it this way, Alex, but we, we talk about kind of our, our why, why we're doing things a lot. Um, like why we want to improve our health, why we want to do this, why we want to do that, why we want to study um, philosophy and those those sorts of things. Uh, so that was that was kind of one thing that uh, that I was thinking about. And then, um, not to steal one of yours, but <laughs> I was also uh, uh, thinking about uh, like the the context of of. Uh, kind of the situation, right? And and so that kind of ties in with why you're doing things, um, which we can definitely talk about later on. Um, so Alex, I guess I kind of want to hear your thoughts on uh, on context specifically as well, um, just so that you can kind of share that because I know you had that written down as well. And then your uh, other initial thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So uh, context, like you mentioned, is huge, right? Um, we have different reasons for doing things. We're sometimes put in different situations. Um, for example, 
uh, if you if you are in a loud crowded room, a bad idea to yell fire, right? Um, and and so there's like different situations where it's appropriate to do different things, right? Um, maybe not always the best idea to walk backwards, but sometimes if you see a bear, could be a good idea. I had to do that once and I didn't die, so I think that was the right thing to do. Um, but context is is so important and we've talked about that multiple times that you know sometimes the right thing isn't always the right thing right um a a big example is lying right well of course i think most people would say hey it's a bad idea to lie you should never lie at the same time um do you condemn you know the families who hid jews uh for lying when the Nazis showed up at their door? Is that something, you know, should they have just told the truth? Well, probably not, because they were able to save some people's lives, right? Um, and so I think context is really important. Uh, the, the example given by Aristotle is throwing things overboard, throwing them off of your ship to survive. If you've taken on water and you're, you begin sinking, you know, lighten the load a little bit, right? Um, and so that's a huge, a huge part uh, of of what we do and uh, when it is appropriate and when it is right to do those certain things. Um, some of the other insights that I got from this um, was choice is for the means and wish is for the end. So something they talk about is you might wish for health, right? You want to be healthy, uh, but you can't just make yourself healthy. So you make the choice to go on walks every morning, right? Like we're doing. Uh, You make the choice to do meal planning like you talked about. Uh, You make the choice to uh, do other physical activity like what I'm doing with with my ropes. Um, And so the the choice is the means the wishes for the end and i i talk about that a lot um in goal setting uh is that you should talk about building habits the goal is nice like that's the idea that's what you want in the end uh but it's about the habits that you're building what are you going to do today right uh and what are you going to continue doing i don't plan to stop exercising once I get like a six-pack abs, right? I plan to keep doing it because I like being healthy. My goal is to be healthy. Let your end be a little bit more vague and your choices um, more solid, the things that will get you there. Um, and then the the last thing, that the last big point that I got out of this, um, which I'm really enjoying this particular book, by the way, um, the last thing I got out, or the last big thing, was experience can give you courage. Uh, he he talks about, Aristotle talks about how uh, people are courageous in different situations, right? Some people might not be afraid of losing all their money, but they might be afraid of losing a loved one, and other people might be the opposite. And he talks about how if if you are an experienced sailor, you might be more courageous because you, you have more skills, you have more ability, you have more understanding of what's going to happen in certain situations and how it's appropriate to react, right? Whereas if you don't have that experience, you're going to be lacking. And so I thought that was, that was kind of interesting. Um, but with, with that, um, let's jump into the discussion. Um, you, you talked about why. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I grabbed my uh, my book that I was talking about, um, and this is just kind of uh, like I mean there there's a lot to it. There's a reason why it's a whole entire book and not just a a, a chapter in a in a book. Um, but let's see. So he he says this this is this book is called Start with Why, um, and it's written by Simon Sinek, um, and I I really enjoy his stuff. He's done um, set some TED talks and some other TED talk like things. Um, he's written plenty of books, um, 
and but it's it's really cool uh kind of learning these different things so um he says whether individuals or, or organizations every single one of these inspire inspiring leaders thinks acts and communicates exactly the same way um so so basically like what he's saying so that I don't have to read like the whole entire book or anything um he's saying that the the people who inspire know why they're doing things because you know what it's it's great um what do you want to do you want to make money okay cool how are you going to do it well we're we're going to sell some cars right okay can can you can you give me an inspirational uh encouragement from from just that right go sell cars because why are we selling cars because we want to make money there there needs to be more than that um and because i mean definitely like keeping with the example of money money can drive people to do things but at the same time it, it doesn't like if there there are so many people out there that they're they're comfortable making minimum wage or just over minimum wage doing whatever at a dead end job because they they know what to do and they they don't feel like putting more effort in because they don't have that why am i really doing this right they have um nothing behind them pushing them forward uh so he talks about um his uh, golden circle and right at the center of it is is why so it's like it's basically the heart of what you're doing is your why um so like we as i've said we've we've discussed about um why we are reading these philosophy books and why we are going on walks and why we're doing this because um like it's it's like wishing right well i wish to be healthier okay well why do you want to be healthier right what's what's the reason behind you you wanting to be healthier if if you know that and if you can really drill that down it'll make seeing like the path to the end a lot easier it may still be a hard path but at least seeing that path will be easier right it'll help you maintain that that focus right um and and i uh oh what was it there was um somebody talks about their organizing idea um and i forget which philosopher it is i think it's it's a more recent philosopher who talks about the organizing idea and what is your organizing idea what's the thing that drives you to do everything right um they actually talk about this at pixar um that each character has like one reason for being for woody it's about being a good toy i think is is if i remember it correctly um and and you have that that purpose and that reason for being that drives everything that you do, um, and and it's not necessarily um, it's not necessarily a chosen thing, right? Sometimes uh, there's this sense of a calling, right? Like you're meant to do something, like you have to do it. Um, I don't know if I necessarily know what my calling is per se uh, but I know that there are some things that I feel driven to do like I just feel like I need to create podcasts um, because I love the medium and and it, it's something that fills me right so I'm, I'm curious Bryce um, something that was talked about was this end right um, that relates to that same kind of why that organizing idea do you have like 
a reason um, for why you do what you do, maybe a reason for why uh, you're doing this project with me, um, why you're trying to improve yourself? Yeah, so um, obviously, like, we, we've continuously spoken about becoming more fit and more healthy. Um, for me, though, it's, it's a lot more, a lot more personal. And, and that's, that's also why I like, I, I like psychology, because it's, it's really personal. And the why behind it is, um, like, so for example, when I graduated high school three years ago, I was probably somewhere around 140 pounds. That, that's my guess. Um, then, about a, a year later, I was 200 pounds. So, I went from 140 to 200 pounds in a year. And I mean, yeah, there are, there are definitely some people who make bigger jumps than that upwards. Um, but it's, it's something that I didn't like. Um, and eventually it took quite some time, but eventually I did start losing weight and eating better. Um, and so now I am kind of floating in between 160 and 170. Um, and I, I would like to kind of keep decreasing that because I've still got a little little bit of uh, chubbiness on my face. <laughs> um, but you can definitely tell that I've lost a lot of weight. Um, and so, so my why behind this is I didn't like being in that position. I, I personally did not like looking in the mirror. And so now, like, um, I mean, I, I'm still slightly uncomfortable looking in the mirror because, as I said, I still have a little chubbiness on my face. Um, but I, I can definitely look at myself in the mirror. And, um, and then, for, for example, like, with, with psychology, why I want to study that and, and go in and, like, become a counselor and those sorts of things... The reason why I want to do that is because I don't want um, people to feel as hurt as I have felt and feel as alone as I have felt. And so I know that um, studying psychology and going into that field, I can help people who, who need that help and desire that help. Um, whether it is through actually counseling them or like if I were to write a book, which I mean, a lot of things I need to improve on before I could possibly do that. <laughs> um, but whatever it may be through, I want to help people in that way. I want to improve society as a whole, as well as improving myself. And so basically with, with my whys, I have things to look back on. Um, so that I can look forward, which is interesting because a lot of people talk about like, oh, don't, don't look back. Like it's, it's in the past and I get it. Things, things are in the past. What I have done is in the past. Um, my, me hurting is in the past. Uh, yesterday is in the past. I can't have a tomorrow without a yesterday. Um, good song, by the way. <laughs> um, but, um. But at the same time, we want to grow from our mistakes and grow from other people's mistakes. So if we don't look to the past, then how are we supposed to learn? That's an important balance to strike. Uh, when, you, when you look at the past, you can't or you shouldn't um, be obsessed over it and let it drag you down, right? If you looked, If you looked at your past... And you said, well, I was 200 pounds then, so why not shatter that record? You know, well, who cares? You know, I've been fat before, right? Um, and, you know, doing that is really unhealthy. But when you look at it 
and you use it as a tool to say, look how far I've come. Let me keep going, right? I don't want to go back there. Um, and 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 when you when you do that, when you allow it to push you forward and allow it to propel you forward, I think that's really healthy. Um, and and you allow it to say, okay, well, I know that I made it from there to here. Okay, well, I should be able to make it to the next post too then. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the one thing uh, that actually felt really good was, so the last time that I wore my suit that I graduated in um, was sometime in the summer of 2017. Um, <laughs> and when it was able to fit me again, when I was able to fit into it, um, wasn't until, uh, I think it was December of, um, 2019. So yeah, it was a long time of me not being able to fit into that suit. And, but now the fact that I'm able to fit into it is awesome. It is awesome. And it feels, it feels good. I remember, um, at our sister Jerica's wedding, uh, <laughs> I got a new suit just for that. Um, and I, <laughs> I was so, uh, chubby, uh, and <laughs> it was, I, I wasn't healthy. I really wasn't healthy. Uh, I think that that was in 2016. And, um, I, I was a pretty big guy. And then I remember when, uh, when I lost weight, um, and, and it didn't fit me anymore. And it was way too big. It looked like I was wearing like my dad's suit jacket. Right. Um, and so it was, it, it feels good to make that improvement. It feels good to let yourself change. Um, and when you have those victories, I think it's important that, that you celebrate a little bit, you find some way to congratulate yourself and, um, and, and to keep going, to let yourself be driven to keep going. Well, and I think that that should honestly be kind of your, your celebration, um, because it's okay. Well, like staying on losing weight, it's like, okay, I'm at 190 now, let's get to 180, right? Like, I was able to drop 10 pounds, I can drop another 10, right? Um, so, like, I'm, I'm hoping that, that by making these, these good meal plans, and not eating too much, I, I find that that is sometimes my problem, is that I actually eat too much. Um, sometimes, like, I'll, I'll make it a lasagna for the week and then I'll be sitting on the couch and I get home, I, I grab one piece, throw it in the microwave, I eat it, and then I just kind of sit there watching a movie or whatever. And in the middle of the movie, I get up, grab another piece, and then by the end of the movie, I've gotten up to grab a third piece. And <laughs> so it's like, that's just way too much food. Um, so it's, so I'm, what I'm hoping is that, um, I can come back in uh, a few weeks or however long it takes. Um, I know that I think the healthy rate of losing weight is, I think, a pound a, a day to, to, to two pounds. It depends on how you do it. Um, but you shouldn't be losing more than two pounds a day, I believe, is the number. Um, so it's Well, and it, it also, uh, like your weight fluctuates yes. day to day. Yeah. So I, that's like a rolling average. Yeah. Through, yeah. Throughout, throughout the day, your, your weight fluctuates by like, set, uh, I think it's seven pounds. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, so like, I hope that I can come back in a couple of weeks and say, Hey, now I'm bouncing in between 150 and 160. Right. Um, because, I mean, for the past couple of weeks, I've definitely just been bouncing between 160 and 170. So Yeah, so I, I, I think having that, that thing that you're working towards is really important. Um, and doing your meal planning and sticking to it will be important. So maybe stick a pin in that um, and, and then we can talk about more about how we're improving 
uh, on the next on the next segment. Um, but uh, do you want to talk a little bit about? Um, I, I put in here with what are we concerned, like what are we worried about? So maybe maybe I'm curious, um, other other than uh, weight, um, what what are you worried about? Like what do you want um, out of life, I guess? Um, well, so you and I, we, we've talked about this a number of times, um, and it's kind of... I stand in a very weird spot. It's like how last week, um, how there were some of the, um, oh, what are they called? Um, oh, the virtues. Virtues. There we go. Um, so it was kind of, it's kind of like a few of the virtues that I stood in, um, how some I was very, um, defective on. And then I think that was, that's the right term that Mm -hmm. they used. Um, and then some, I was, sorry, deficient, I think is the exact, there we go. What they Um, usually say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so some, I was very deficient on and then some, I was, let me find the right word here. I was, uh, um, I had an excess of, yeah. So it was, uh, vice of, uh, deficiency and vice of excess. Um, so I was kind of bouncing in between the two extremes on some of them. And I feel like with, uh, things that I'm concerned about, I'm, I'm bouncing like where I should be. I'm bouncing in between the two extremes. Cause one thing that I'm actually concerned about is, um, uh, being accepted by other people (laughs) and, so it's it's something where like I I was asked the other day by a coworker if um like how much I'm okay with being alone and you know when when I'm in good mood um when I'm when I'm having a a, a good day like today I'm totally fine being alone like I can be alone all day I mean I have stuff to do anyways um so, but like, I'm, I'm okay being alone on that. Right. But then there's, there's other times where, you know, sometimes you just kind of need a friend and, um, anyway, so what, what I was, what, what's kind of funny is that, um, and, and I definitely share this as, as a joke and kind of, kind of a deeper thought or deeper dive into um the bizarreness of my brain (laughs) um so i was watching this this youtube video of just like these funny texts and these people were going back and forth on how deep of thinkers they are and this this person says um that one thing one deep thought they think about is how do i know everyone's just pretending to be my friend because they feel bad for me and (laughs) so you know i i i made the joke i'm like oh that totally could be me right um because there are sometimes when when i do think that my friends aren't exactly my friends um just like if i'm having a bad day and i need someone to talk to but i don't feel like i have anyone to talk to being being alone with my myself and my thoughts that's something that uh that I need to become more comfortable on. Um, uh, but it's like, I I've seen, I've seen in the past that it's like, I am making my way through this. Um, you and I, we were talking this morning about how, you know, we, we look at so much, the, so much of the bad in our lives that, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't, like we we've been for for a number of weeks now we've been going on a walk every single day in the morning and and this past week it it was really bad for me like i missed 4 days um but on the bright side i i didn't i didn't let that just like i mean on wednesday when i woke up at 2:30 in the morning i could have just said nope 
And instead of going on the walk at five, I, I could have just taken a nap. Um, so it's, so like looking on the bright side of things, it's, I did go, go on this walk. I am improving. Like I am losing weight. I'm, I'm eating healthier, which I will say this week has kind of been a little bad for me eating out and stuff. Um, because I was just, I got home and I was absolutely tired. I had no motivation to do anything. Um, but yeah, so like this week, I we were talking this morning too about how I, I keep going into the week being like, oh, this week's going to be great. We're going to do it. And, you know, I do think this week is going to be better. Um, but I think I do have to note as well that this week may not be as good as I hope it will be. Um, but accepting that and knowing that that is okay. Because something, like, I'm sure something's going to go wrong, whatever it is. I don't know. Um, but, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was just saying that, you know, those are important things to be thinking about. Um, and to be concerned with the right things and to be, um, you know, to be, to be thinking about that improvement. One thing that you mentioned was worried that, um, that your friends are only friends with you because they feel bad for you, right? Because you're like a charity case. They're like, oh, he's so sad, right? Um, have you heard of the idea of pro-noia? Okay, so pro-noia is the opposite of paranoia, where paranoia, you think everybody's out to get you. Pro-noia, you think everybody's out to help you. And, um, and, and not in like a like a weird sad puppy kind of way but in a hey like i have this great idea let me help you with something right or you know whatever whatever it is um and i just i love that idea so i always try and you know i be the type of person that i would want to hang out with i try and be the type of person that i would make laugh that i would have a good time with and and from there, then I say, well, I would like to hang out with me. So, you know, I don't see, you know, <laughs> why why other people wouldn't. Um, and and it just kind of, it helps me have a little bit more confidence in myself um, and in my personality, uh, saying that I feel comfortable with me and that should be enough. So I, I really think that, as we, you know, look at this and as we improve, that it's it's because I want to be the type of person that I enjoy being around, right? Like what you're talking about uh, with with being alone, with being okay with being alone. I think that's huge. That's super important. Um, because, I mean, otherwise you're just kind of, just kind of missing out. Yeah, and I uh, like you and I were were talking about. Um, uh, I can't remember what what the FOMO or whatever it was, fear of missing out. Um. So yeah, and I and I think um, since you and I had that conversation, and I mean, f frankly, um, this whole isolation stuff, um, I think has definitely helped me and probably a number of people um with that because everyone's just kind of like well you know what i guess i've got to just become content with hanging out with myself <laughs> um and and so it's kind of been interesting like i'm definitely uh definitely okay on on missing out on things there i mean i still really want to hang out with friends i i'm a social person um, I like chatting with people. I like hanging out with people and stuff. And but I, I mean, honestly, th things happen. Um, I mean, twenty twenty is like looking both ways, crossing the street, and getting hit by an airplane. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes we just have to take it as it is. And like, on the bright side, somehow you didn't die from getting hit by an airplane. Um, 
right? And, and you know what, we've just got to keep moving forward and, and looking at, hey, what else can we improve on? And, and the great thing about, um, about being in isolation is trying to be an opportunist here. So many people, uh, like I listen to the radio on my way to work and, and so many people talk about, oh, hey, I learned how to bake bread, uh, this week, or I, I learned how to knit or crochet or sew. I learned how to something like you name it. People, people have learned how to do those sorts of things. People are reading books. People are playing video games. <laughs> um, frankly, video game companies and anything in anyone in that industry has probably made a lot of money during all of this because a lot of people have had nothing else to do. So they've just bought consoles and bought games and have just spent tons of hours on video games. Um, but like there is more than just sitting around and doing absolutely nothing. You can do, you can do so much more. And I think, um, I, I think that's one thing I, 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 um, how do I word this? I have found that when I am with myself and and alone and doing absolutely nothing, I don't like it and I think it's because I'm not doing anything. And and I mean don't get me wrong, it's it's okay to sit down and relax and stuff. Um but but when you've already relaxed for so long and you're just sitting there doing nothing, I I feel pretty useless and pretty down on myself. Um, and so I think like when, when I am, when I am okay, like when I'm doing, doing things, I'm totally fine just spending the time alone. Like after our walk this morning, I, I just, I was listening to some music. I was washing the dishes. Um, I made my cookies like, uh, I've got a ton of ton more work to do, um, but it, like I was very comfortable. So it's kind of I don't know. I I think people really need to kind of take their opportunity, and don't get me wrong. I actually hate it when people say, "Oh, seize this moment, take this opportunity to do whatever." Um, there are some things though where it's a little hard to take the opportunity to do something, to do whatever it is. Um, and I know you and I, I don't know if we've had this co same conversation on the podcast, but we've had conversations like this before. Um, and so in some cases, yeah, absolutely take the opportunity. And in other cases, it's like, yeah, I wish I could take the opportunity, but for whatever reason, I am unable to take the opportunity. Um, so, so yeah, that's just kind of my long rant of weird self-improving things and taking the opportunity and not taking the opportunity. So any thoughts, Alex? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do have some thoughts. Um, and then, and then I think we should move it on to our next talking point. Um, I, you know, I, I think human beings have a need to create um, I was telling this to another podcaster yesterday because um, he was asking me why I make podcasts. And it's, we need to make something. We need to create. We need to develop. We need to grow. Um, and and everybody has a different way of doing that, of performing that role of humanity, of that creativity, and and the sharing, the act of sharing that creativity with other people. And so I, I really think that, well, you know, if, if you feel un unproductive, if you feel worthless, it might be because you're not building anything, right? Think about ways that you can, you can create and that you can develop something, even if it's not necessarily new, but it's, it's something, right? Doing this podcast, I hope is fulfilling for you as it is for me um, because 
I, I get to create something with, with my brother and I get to improve myself and I get to grow as a human being through doing it. Um, so the, those are my thoughts on that. I think we, we definitely went down a little bit of a rabbit hole there, but, um, we, I, th I think, uh, I think that's an important conversation to have. So the last little note that we had on here, uh, that I put on, cause it's something we talked about on our walk yesterday and something we talked about on our walk today. And, uh, when you brought it up today, I, I realized that it actually kind of applies, um, to, to what we're, what we read this week. Um, and that is participation awards. Um, what, uh, tell me a little bit of your thoughts on participation awards. Um, and maybe, maybe a little bit of a genesis on, on how you came to those thoughts too. Okay. So my thing with participation awards is there are some cases that I think they're they are a really good idea. Um, I was I was telling you about how I had a report card. I know throughout school they they kept changing on how they graded things. Um, first it was one was the best number that you could get, and five was the lowest, and then it was five was the highest, and one was the lowest. Um, and I think when I was in grade one or grade two, it was literally just, you got a one, you got a two, or you got a three. Like, that was it. <laughs> and, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, it was just grade one or grade two. It's not like you can really fail those classes. Um, and, at least here you can't. <laughs> and, um, anyways, so, but I was talking about how you also got, you got a letter grade. You got like an E or a V or whatever the other letters were. Um, and it was for your effort. So you got an E for excellent effort. And then you got a V for very good effort. And then I guess like you probably got a G for good effort. Um, and that is kind of your participation award. And so honestly, like... We, we brought up the idea of, like, a, a five-year-old um, softball uh, or t-ball. Um, and it's kind of like, well, they all participated and they all did their best because, I mean, usually things like that, five-year-olds just kind of, if they, if they find joy in it, they do their best, right? Um, and so I was, I was actually, while I was talking, I was thinking of this and I think so it's like I think what it really should be for at least those sorts of things is because at the end of each game everyone gets a medal everyone's like oh you won you won right um and and here's some candy and blah 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 right and I I think depending on the age, like when, when you're five, yeah, yeah, sure. That, that works just fine because I mean, they, they don't, no offense to five-year-olds. They, they don't tend to get the concept of, of winning and, um, and like all these different concepts that are uh, applied to actually winning and then also participation awards. Um, but, uh, Uh, like I was thinking, like maybe as you get older, if if there are participation awards, maybe like maybe what the better idea would be is you don't always say good job, like well not good job for participating because that's that's just fine, um, but like actually giving an award. Like I've seen kids who actually get like the exact same medal as the kids who got what were the winners, and it's kind of like well why would I put all that effort in, right? If I'm going to get the exact same medal, right? Because everyone's a winner. So that that's kind of my problem with it. Um, definitely though, like you should uh, have recognition for trying your best and working hard at it, um, even if you don't win. But at the same time, like there should still 
be kind of that difference. Um, one thing that I was actually thinking about was in my grade four class, we had, I don't know, I don't know what, uh, what it was called. I think it was like the, the student of the week award or something like that. Um, and what it was, was every single week during, during the week, um, you got a little slip of paper. If you were a good student, if you got your homework in on time, if you did this, if you did that, whatever, right? Um, and you would write your name on it, and then you would uh, put it into this big jar that our teacher had. And at the end of each week, she would go and pull out a name from the jar. And then if it, w if it was your name, then you would go and, like, you would get to pick a prize. Um... And so I was always, I probably actually was the one that had the most, um, slips of paper with my name on it. And surprisingly, it wasn't because I cheated or anything and like figured out the whole, like what type of paper it was and cut a, cut them up and did it myself. Right. Um, because it does sound like something I would do, um, but it was because I, I knew that there was an award from it. Um, and so, so like I would make sure that I could get these slips of paper from the teacher or we had like a show and tell sort of thing once a week, I think. Um, and the student got to pick the, the best students, um, that like was sitting quietly and listening. And like, if we asked questions, like was the ones that asked questions, right? Um, and I mean, it also did really help to be friends with literally everyone in the class. So, you know, <laughs> um, but I like I, I, I got it multiple times um, and I actually still have some of the stuff that I that I won um, from it. Um, but that's kind of like the that's kind of like the my teacher, my grade four teacher version of a participation award. Right. Because, in a sense, not everyone got the award itself, like the physical prize. But everyone, if, if you were doing good, like if, if you were putting effort into it, you still got a slip that you could put your name onto it, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you were able to, to feel good about what you were doing. Um, exactly. So I think it's finding this balance in between the two. Yeah. So I I I want to talk about a specific type of participation award. Um and that is um that is the honor and and praise that you are dignified by when you when you perform your best. Um it, it's you know you you don't look at uh you know, elite athletes that, and if, if they lose a game, they're not just fired, right? Uh, because they still played really well. And, and I want to bring up an example from, um, Greek lore, um, that, that I heard, I'm listening to this podcast called the Odyssey. Uh, it's about the Odyssey, believe it or not. Um, and and the the guy telling the story he he gives background on on these things that happen and he mentioned how um when they when when the greek city states were laying siege to troy there there was um achilles there and achilles was this great warrior a godlike warrior and then there was hector Hector uh, was a Trojan, and he was there trying to defend his city. And he knew that he, there was no way he could defeat Achilles, right? He knew there was no chance. But he went up against Achilles, and he fought him, and he put his best foot forward, and he worked um, very hard. He died, um, but he was he was honored in, in death by the people who remembered him as being a brave and noble warrior because he went and he put his best effort forward despite, you know, knowing that, well, probably wasn't coming out of it alive. And then on the other hand, you have Achilles who, after killing Hector, ties Hector's body to 
the back of his chariot and he drags Hector around behind the chariot. And, um, and that's desecration of a corpse, which uh, pretty much any society would say is totally inappropriate and completely disrespectful, even if you just defeated them in battle. And, um, and so then Achilles, because of this uh, being, being a poor winner, um, he is kind of looked down on and he loses his honor. And so I think when, when I'm thinking about participation awards and trophies, um, obviously I think the winner gets the spoils, but I think there's a certain grace that needs to be taken. If you go out there and you put in your effort and you do your best and you try hard, I think that should be praised. Um, of course, you're going to fail sometimes. And I think that should be looked at as opportunity for improvement. But you you aren't always going to succeed, but you still need to be praised for those efforts that you put forward. That's, that's kind of uh, my thoughts on it. I'll give you um, the, last, the last word here, Bryce, and then you can take us into um, our next segment after that. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely agree with that, that um, like the winner should be recognized, but um, you're right. Like uh, uh, professional athletes don't get fired for, for losing a match um, because they, they still try. Um, and I mean, you can, uh, you, you can look at any, any team and, and you can say, oh, well, these, these guys are really good. Um, like in, in hockey, um, when I'm, when I'm looking at who scored half the time, it's always the same three, four people when there's a team of 30 people or, or whatever the number ends up being but it's always the same same three four people and so if they lose the game then it's like well it's not actually on on them it's not even on the teams uh on the team itself like it is for the whole team yeah but like not like a specific teammate or anything because you know what maybe there is one guy in the background that always that that knows hey i'm not a good shot but i can make sure i can get the 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 puck uh to to this one player um and i think i think that's that's a very important thing is working as a team as well um no matter what it is if it's at uh at your job if it's playing sports especially if it's a family um you should definitely like play as a team uh work off of each other's strengths um that's why to me or that's one of the reasons to me um, having a family is so important. And I'll also kind of with you, how you said, uh, how like we need to create, um, I would like to create a family of my own. Um, but anyways, on, on that note, we'll move into our action items for, uh, this coming week to improve. So Alex, what do you have planned for this upcoming week to improve? Um, something I'm going to continue working on um, is showing more kindness. We talked that about that a little bit last week. I mentioned that as something that I wanted to work on. A specific virtue that I wanted to work on is is having that um, friendship and awareness of people. Um, and, and also just to continue on my physical goals, um, that's going to be a big thing. Outside of that, outside of the stuff that we normally talk about on the show, I think this week I'm going to really make an effort to study. I'm going to make an effort to sit down and work on my homework and and get that figured out uh, because I have finals coming up. So I think that's probably the biggest place that I'm going to work to improve, especially given how many uh, classes I'm going to take in the fall. Uh, that's that's something I really need to put more effort into is just getting things done, just working on that. So uh, that's that's what I'm going to be focused on. Uh, Bryce, what about you? Uh, so for me, 
Um, I did actually like your idea this morning when we were talking about how you are going to have absolutely no screen time for the last two hours before you go to bed. Um, I think that's a really good idea. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to definitely do my best to kind of cut the screen time. And then um, also, like as I, as I talked about before with, with meal planning, um, I'm going to uh, print out a, a, a calendar that I can stick on my fridge and, and write down like when am I having these meals, when, I'm, when am I making it, and, and so on and so forth. Um, and then hopefully improving my sleep. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, there's a number of things that, that I want to work on. Um, still like working on the things that I've said in the past, like reading, uh, working out, um, but just kind of adding to the, the mix of everything. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how this week goes. I'm hoping that it is a lot better than this week. Um, unfortunately it could get a lot worse um but i'm i'm looking on the the bright side of things <laughs> good good well do you want to take us away that does it for this edition of the old goal of truth uh for next week join us in studying book four of aristotle's nicomachean ethics in particular you can join us on reddit.com slash r slash togotpod Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.